Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Okay, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple. The mattress, that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through so you can sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply. Suck dick. He was like, you ain't the only one with a throat in the pan. Yeah, that's it. It's other people. That's gonna be the name of the podcast. You ain't the only one with a throat in the pan. Um, heaven above. They seen that at the white folks' churches, though. I've heard it at some black ones too, though. But normally when I hear it. Yeah, we recording. We recording, Spider. Yeah, it's okay. still going. So today, I mean, you know, this is this is the second episode of the night. Uh, TZ, Mike Tesla. Yeah, check that. Mike Tesla too. I hear you. It's low. It's, it's low. Yes. It's very it sounds low. a little louder now. I can hear myself now. <laughs> Wait till you put the headset on. This is if you notice her voice changes when the mic come up. Like she try to get <laughs> no, you know, I you, don't listen, try. you listen natural. to the podcast. That ain't natural. It's natural. It's multiple levels. Because when she, when talk, you when hear she yourself, talks to her manager at work, it sounds so good. You gonna talk about your manager at work? Yeah, we can talk when about When she that. talks to her manager at work, I have a okay. She talks like a little girl. I have this thing. Then she talks sexy when she's doing busy. Business, business. busy. My voice like goes through different transitions. Yeah. Being a chameleon. Yeah. You adjust to the situation you're in. Yes, exactly. Because white men, especially older white men, they like they like that. So you get more things when you Do you like younger women or women your age, Spider? Me, it doesn't make a difference to me. I don't care what your age is. <laughs> as long as it's legal. That's what I was gonna say. So So for me. Somebody asked me that the other day. They was like, Would you uh fuck a like a twenty three year old at this age? And I was like, That's tough. Cause thirty six year old dick ain't twenty three year old dick. I feel like I'm an astronaut right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we also have in the studio my homie Latrice, my classmate. We grew up together. Hey, yeah. You are you are somebody who can actually verify the stupid shit that I used to do growing up. The stupid shit we all used to do growing up. Very true. <laughs> and people always like I tell I tell Artiz all the time. I tell certain stories and I'd be like, it's hard for you to believe. I'm sure because. You just never saw that side. Did you? You was it's at Pastry with us, right? Mm-hmm. So do you? Yeah. <laughs> but do you remember the times where everybody was okay? So it was that point in time at, at Pine Street. Shout out to Dorico. Um, Freako. Yeah. But it was a time at, at at Pine Street to where we would, and that's middle school for those who are listening. We all thought we was gangsters. Like oh, you had the bloods, you had the crips. Yeah. You remember pimp the pimp society? society? They had the pimp society and the whole society, boo. Yeah. Everybody used to think the there was something. They had like business cards and, and everything. Shit. Yeah. No, yeah, business middle school. Business cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Business they had business cards. cards. They were hand about. They had, because you know, back then it was all about having your own line. Your own shit. Like as long as you had your own line, that was, you know what I'm saying? Like Nobody you, could tell you nothing. Mm-mm. I remember that day that they told us not to wear red. We kept coming wearing red. Red Jays, Red Polo, and it was like, if you weren't red in a representation of being a gangster, because we all used to be like flamed up, 
Mm-hmm. You know, all that brazy shit that everybody, like all of that shit. And I never forget coming in that bitch with the next day with a polo shirt, solid red. Mm-hmm. Starch jeans, some Jabot jeans, Jabos. and he some white and red jays. Mr. Moore, the blues. Yeah, he, he loved yeah. us so much. It was kind of what was it was kind of what was that fucking movie? Lean on me, movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was like mm-hmm. that shit. He literally, Mr. Moore used to be like, well, I see so much potential, but like mm-hmm. the city was just. Raggedy. I tell people about, it's just raggedy. It still is. It's getting worse. Like if you don't make it out of there, it's nothing but drugs. I mean, it's nothing good. Mm-hmm. So I know for us, like doing that shit, coming in, wearing all this red, thinking we was like. True well, gangsters. that was after everybody transformed from being Crips. True, like a couple of months before, they was all now, Crips. I never did. I never did the Crip shit, but I do remember. Um, you remember Jr. I Which don't remember one? his last name, but he was like the dark skinned guy. He was older than all of them. He should have been at oh, another school. Oh, he should have been at the high school. Yeah, he should have yeah. been at the high school like two years ago. I know with the funny <laughs> shape head. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. a he was a Crip. He repped that shit. He never crossed over. Yeah, like everybody was on some blood shit. And he was like, nah, like, fuck nah, that nah, shit. What it was? What it was? Cause yeah. <laughs> Don't come at me with no, biz, you know, talking biz. I'll see shit. Uh, that shit was crazy, man. Mm. So I'm, I'm glad you in town. Let me clear my throat, people. Excuse me. Right, hold on. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? You. That smoke is coughing clear. <clears throat> you know what all I'm right. saying? So I mean, it's, it's first of all, it's amazing to have you in the studio, man. Thank you. It was great to be here. Like you don't know how geek that was. Oh, I, I saw mean, that if y'all video. saw the video, then y'all knew how geek <laughs> that was. Because I was like, what? Oh my god! And y'all know how I am about a fresh haircut. Cause <laughs> I cut all my hair off. So, you know, if I was excited as a fresh haircut, boo, we was in this thing. Yeah. Yes. Then you came in here. Y'all done came in. You know, I've been trying to do rice, but I haven't been working out. You know, I said, as I get older, I don't I don't like to work out as much as I used to. So. I ain't never like to work out. I just try to eat right. I always been thick-alicious and, and just came bubble here with golden chick and Jameson <laughs> and hood we sodas had some, and We had some cups. extra time on Big our hands because yeah. we got here early. So we, and we I cut told a few you I was a little high when I got here. So yeah. you know I was hungry. <laughs> so. And I just sensed it. So yeah. I was like, you want to go? So with the snacks as a smoker, I've tried, you know, in order to try to avoid gaining weight. Mm. I was like, you know, I'm gonna start putting healthy snacks in there. But mm-hmm. what I learned is, regardless of what snacks you bring in, if you you're high, high you're gonna eat a lot of calories regardless. So you just be like, fuck it at some point. But the thing that I, I, just, I just, hey, smoke. It's hard to give up. I started from Bell's Pause, and it's 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 been hard to put that blunt down. So like, I've been smoking since I was 14. Like oh, yeah, everybody else was coming runs. in the yeah, everybody Deep else was in coming into Pine Street. You know, what I'm saying we just be in there lit. That's when we was sneaking liquor back in the yes. day, the Zima bottles. Yeah, man, I got stories, but I promise not to put y'all on blast. Cause just don't say no name. Pine Street, Pine Street, we was adults already. We was personal responsibility and daily effort, baby. We was taught that every day. Yeah, man. Pride is that better. <laughs> Maybe uh, we'll see. Okay, when you say so, a pee, a pee, p- p- pussy. <laughs> First thing that come to mind. So let me let me let me let the listeners know too. <clears throat> this is an episode about nothing. Clearly, maybe we'll call this episode Seinfeld. But the thing, the anytime, moment. exactly. Anytime I bring people in, like Latrice, like a classmate, mm-hmm. I just like to have a conversation. Yeah. Go, Reason babe. being is she knows who I am. I shouldn't be here today. Mm. Testimony. But I'm here. Mm-hmm. And then it's great to see somebody who knows you, mm-hmm. that sees where knows where you come from, yeah. mm-hmm. that sees what you're doing and be able to say, I see the progression in this guy. Right. And when other people try to talk down on your name or try and say you're something else, you have somebody who truly knows you to say, no, this nigga's been the same since he's been this way. I be ready to fight, really. I fight men, women, old folks, kids, <laughs> toddlers, <laughs> infants. 
I don't care. Like, if you cross anybody that's with me, then I just be ready to go off. And yeah. I've really been working on me. But they say you start from the bottom up, so I figure we done got to, like, right above my knees. Mm. We, yeah. That's, nah, it's wait. It's mm-hmm. just, and we still working up. It's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So mm-hmm. what you do? You, is that mine? It's community. Community, okay. Mm. So, I know me and Artesia. I was going to say like dick, but I figured that might not have been so. Yeah. You know what? Let's talk about let's talk about dick and let's talk about sex. You won't be in town for the event that's coming Saturday. I'm so sad. I know I got to get back to life and adulting. But what 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 if you are a woman? You are a woman, but if you could ask a man say, any you know? question you want, <laughs> we we got drinks flowing. In I was born with ovaries. You know? <laughs> what questions or what are your thoughts about men right now in the dating game? Like, is it hard for you? I mean. Because women can have any dick they want. Like, mm-hmm. dudes, we may look at a woman and be like, damn, I would like to fuck. But we got to bring our best game. But and a woman, that might not be it enough. may not, not even work. Really. You not should. really. So how do we get you know, in the pussy some women, You know what I'm saying? It all depends on the, t- uh, the caliber of woman that you're going after. True. If all you want is some pussy, you can find pussy 24-7. Very you true. know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 25-8, really, you know. So... But if you want a caliber of woman behind the pussy, now that's when you have to bring your best foot forward. Mm. So, like, I tell dudes, they come into my job all the time and ask, oh, man, can I get your number? What's going on? Because I'm a rare commodity. I work out in the oil field, so it ain't nothing but men. You know what I mean? And especially the black women, that's Mm. the first thing that, oh, I ain't none of us around here. And I'd be like, yeah, master, we free now. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We get to go well, we won't. (laughs) It's like, you know what I mean? To my man, you know, are you single? Can I get your number? I'll be like, what you bring me? What you mean? They, that's what they say. Okay. <laughs> I'll be like, you didn't bring me like a drink. You ain't offer me no water, a okay. flower, like nothing. You just want to come up and ask. You see me every day. You stop in here every day. Got you. you I see. Work. So that's different. That's true. Yeah, you see me every day. You come up in here every day to come get your breakfast. Every day. We make yeah. sure to have your biscuits and gravy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so maybe he should have slid in and been like, when he got ready to pay his tab, maybe his gift to you could have been like overpaying on the tip or there something. There you go. And saying, you know saying? And, and saying, I hope to see you again. There and when you, you look down at the receipt, you say, oh, his oh. meal was fifteen eighty. He paid 30 on the tip. And there we go. I had one send me a dozen red roses. Mm. Sometimes mm, you got to, nice. sometimes for the pussy, you have to play the long game. Mm-hmm. I am a He would know all pro about it. He's still trying to get there. He's still trying to get there. I'm a pro you know, at the long game. But he an old school. I think age has a lot to do with it too because I mean like Hook man he older. taught me the best back home. I I'm mean, telling you. You just got to be. I think what dudes don't understand is words are everything. It's crazy because talking to Naj on the last episode, mm-hmm. he mentioned about how aggressive men were and grabbing on people. I'm and so stuff glad he talked yeah. about it. He was like, bro, he was like, I was just looking at how they was grabbing on women and he was like, dudes were stirring women down and yeah. wasting their drinks on women. He was like, I ain't used to that. He was like, and I was just thinking, I see why women are so turned off mm-hmm. by men because of their approach right. and the way they do things. Yeah. But, for every cause, there's an effect. Niggas ain't just doing this because they can. They doing this because so many women allow have allowed it. it. Yeah. That's well, why I mean, it's so weird to them when somebody says, what are you doing? You need yeah. to stop. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to take it. Uh-huh. But see where I am because it's nothing but working men. You know, mm-hmm. these men come in and they work two weeks on, get a week out, work 16, 18 hour days. So everybody out there is making good money. Yeah. They're well sustaining. They're mostly older, you know, but... So they know they got to come with it because mm-hmm. they know that they're not the low, like they're not the hot commodity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the hot commodity out here. So you have to meet up to what I want. And mm-hmm. it's about what I want. And I'm already like that anyway because I'm the baby of the bunch. Oh, okay. And I got 
You got an old spirit, though. I do. Even by your hand. Yeah, I You do. look like the type of person that'd be like, you have a cigarette and a kid running yeah, around like, sit man. the fuck down. Because if I had one right now, I promise sit you, I'd be like, down. Pop let in me the tell fan you what. Yeah. Sit the fuck down. Don't make Show me answer. I just want to close the Show door. Show yeah. <laughs> That's old for real. You know what? Don't judge me. No judgment. So, but yeah, so they already know, like, they have to come with it. And because it's like, you can't just throw a check around. Everybody out there is making six figures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like Not it. me. But I can't wait till to, to the day. I can't wait till the day. Even still, I hate when someone approaches you and they're like, oh, well, I have this and I have that. Because I had somebody recently approach me and they were like, girl, do you know how much money I make? And I'm like, I don't care how much money you make. Like, I'm living my life just fine over but here. You, by my right, you know now how much you, money I make? I think since we've broken up, though, <laughs> she started to walk around. Look at her chest. You what? What you you ain't wearing no bra, no. so niggas coming in looking right at your I'm titties. Free. They saying, "Oh yeah," and they I'm thinking free. this pussy gonna be easy. This motherfucker um, got a nipple showing. That, that is what is wrong with part of society exactly. today. Why can a woman not walk around and be free? So you believe totally herself? Hell yeah, I believe in the game. I only wear a bra when I'm at work. Literally, when I got got in my car today, I was like, "Woo!" And she better than me because I will stick some pasties on until you kiss my ass. That's you don't my see next no step. That's my next What's step. What's pasties? To, to cover, your nipples. cover your nipples. Uh-huh. Yeah, Give that's my tassels. nipples. Uh-huh. Man, and I will make them. <laughs> <laughs> Do the helicopter. That- yeah. <laughs> but you know what, what? So you say you believe in the slut walk. I, I, I talk. I think it was you, and I talked to somebody else too. Mm-hmm. So what is the difference with the whole slut walk thing? What is the difference between? A slut and a wholesome woman because they all look the same now. Somebody will say I'm wholesome, but they dress the same as what society would deem a slut. So I mean, that's when you just have to really figure out like what do you deem wholesome? Because mm-hmm. me think me looking at you and you sitting back like really broadcasting who you are, yeah. whether it's a nudist, whether you just a hoe, whether you are you know what I'm saying a Bible thumper, whether you just spiritual. I don't give a damn whatever you know what I'm saying your situation is yeah. as long as you're true to yourself. That's what makes you wholesome. But you want to sit over here and try to call people like sluts? You follow my IG. Yeah. I ain't never got no clothes on. My no. sisters have given me more flack. But what about your kids? And I've talked to my children. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They know what's going on. They've been with me since the day they and was that's conceived. What I was about to say, how do you manage? Because that's one thing that Artesia is working on too. Like, how do you manage? No, I'm talking about oh. being yourself without oh, yeah. worrying about what your kids are going to think because you still have a life to live. Well, you're also shaping them. And the reason why I make more of a point to talk to them about it and be more comfortable in wearing certain things around them is because I want them to feel comfortable with their body. I don't want them to be my age at the point where I am right now where I'm just like okay not wearing a bra I ain't been wanting to wear a bra for years but I put it on because I ain't that's been wearing what people said since like 2010. that I needed to do right. so I don't want them to be 30 something that's why I don't wear gray sweatpants because it used to kill me like my mama ain't never wear clothes when we was at home my mama like, didn't either but as soon as we went out there was a particular way in which a lady was supposed to dress exactly. and especially because I got a big ass don't wear no flowers because they ain't gonna do nothing but bloom yep. like you, you can't go out in all <laughs> red Baby, I went out and bought me a summer dress and it's tight fitting and it looks like a whole rose garden growing across my ass and I am happy about it. <laughs> I just said, forget it. I don't even care. I got some red pants. Now I look yes. like a walking stop sign. So when you see me, bitch, stop in your tracks and admire it. <laughs> I love it. You know what I'm saying? And so goddamn crazy. I just keep it pushing. But it just, like I said, it depends on who you are. Like mm-hmm. People want to, they're so quick to try to judge from the outside and they don't mm-hmm. bother to get to know anybody. Like, to see me and Artesia together, the way Artesia speaks and is eloquent as she is, and then my country ghetto gutter behind coming through. But when we get together, you know what I'm saying, we can laugh, we can talk, and she can understand me. 
and she somebody and somebody yeah. else from the outside looking in will look and be like, well, how do they have anything in common? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, she's so well educated yeah. and bitch, I got degrees too. But I think that's the thing too. I think, and I only got one baby daddy, and I was married to him. Come Thank on, you. Now, how come many on. of y'all hoes can say yes. that? But that's now, so I take quick pride to judge that. me because I don't ever have no clothes on. But yes. you got six kids with four different damn dads. Talk about and you it. Ain't never been married to now one of them. And all you little skinny hoes that used to be skinny, and well, you fat hoes now that used to be skinny in high school. They used to talk about my thick ass, and now you paying for injections. <laughs> Fuck y'all too. <laughs> I just you, had to get that out. But what is? But you know, perception is everything. I remember uh, when me and Arteza would, were together, and I want. I remember kid. too. I still daydream so about it. And I was a kid. And I was a kid. Here you go. Look at her. I'm not about to play. Here you, here you I go. love y'all though. Here she go. <laughs> but I literally was like, if we have kids, I was like, I want to be sure because yeah. she has two kids from her marriage and, and by I take the same pride name. in that. And I was like, if we don't work and I have a kid and mm-hmm. I and I would be here, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter how good I am, how good our ex husband is, and even if we're present, I'm you're still a statistic. A statistic. Mm-hmm. You're statistic yeah. of I'm being still a, a statistic black. right now. But yep. you would be a yeah, uh, it's even worse. The the outside the way it, v- it looks, it would be mm-hmm. oh she's a black woman with two baby daddies and three kids. Yeah. That sounds and mo- bad. And you know, mm-hmm. you know the run-ins that I've had with guys where they be like, oh, you got kids? Or, oh, mm-hmm. those are your kids? Oh. Not knowing like, that you have I more than they have. Not had, knowing that. I don't need nobody to take care of my kids. Yeah. Like, my kids are good. My favorite question is, oh, well, how you and your baby daddy get along? First of all, yeah. he is my ex-husband. Exactly. I First hate all, baby let's, daddy. Let's yeah. talk about that. He is my ex-husband. He is the father of my children. Thank you. And we get along just fine, along with his new wife. And I always tell him, if y'all ever get divorced, I'm taking her. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> I get her in the divorce. How do you so how do y'all make that work? Because and both we of y'all either, either one of y'all can mm-hmm. and that's true. Either one of y'all can answer this, but so many women they get divorced and they become bitter because mm-hmm. maybe they wanted to the relationship to last and they just start being vindictive. Men too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But how do and I guess Artiz, you could go first, then Latrice, but like how did you guys manage to keep it uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Copacetic. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, copacetic. Copacetic. Too. Mm-hmm. But no, I just think it's a matter of everybody being grown and everybody realizing what's best for their children. For me, in my case, it wasn't a situation where I had any reason to be bitter. Like, we didn't have, he didn't cheat on me, I didn't cheat on him. Like, we didn't have a bad breakup. It was just one of those things we grew apart, and that's Maybe what we decided to do. You don't control of them eyes. What you mean? Oh, because you, yeah. <laughs> my bad. So... <laughs> So we grew apart and we just kind of went our separate ways, but we knew first and foremost, the kids were what what was important. So that was it. I mean, I don't think it's that hard. I think it's difficult when you start being vindictive and you start making all these extra problems for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand how anybody would want to live like that. And that makes me nervous now. I was talking to Jason and them on the last episode and I was like, me and Artiz have been broke up for a minute and it's, you know, it's, 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 I'm being careful. As you should be. One, that's some big shoes to fill for her to what, deal with you. It, it, you know no, what I'm saying? And, and, and that's what I try to tell. I look, that's ain't, ain't that what I just said, yeah, bro? No, I just said were, we were in here talking before. I literally just said that. Yep. Yeah, I literally exactly said that. I was like, bro, it's about. I don't know who can follow behind her to put up with the shit that comes with this. And you have some girls out here and they think because I'm attractive, this is all you need. No. No, because you are you a smart be, ass. Yeah. You are sarcastic. And I don't. And, and oh, I'm so glad you're here. You is an asshole. No, I know. Yeah, she grew up with me. Yeah, you you is a. I'm a good asshole. You is, I'm a clean one. Yeah. You are. 
You are, but it's this clean. shit still come out of it. Yes, it does. <laughs> People just yeah. don't know, and it's and they were so quick. Like other women, we when we were together, yeah. they would be like, "Oh, girl, I wouldn't put up with this, or I wouldn't do this, you or be I gone. wouldn't do that." You and can't I'm make thinking me to myself, nothing. like, you don't even know like what our dynamic is nope. behind closed doors. Like, you don't know what that yeah. is. And the best, the best meme I saw in reference to that, and I think it's slipping. Yep, gone. Um, yeah. Oh no! It was it was, it was, right it was a guy who he posted a meme and I told you about it and he was like, "Bitches be out here acting like you know I cook for you and I suck dick." He was like, "You ain't the only one with a throat in the pan." Yeah, that's like, it. It's other people. That's gonna be the name of the podcast. But, you ain't the only one with a throat in the pan. Okay. But that's so fucking true. It is. I like, tell people you can't all save nobody on sex. You know. Sex don't save your relationship. I tell them, I'm like, my looks is what gets me through the door, but my brains is what keeps me mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, because, I mean, granted, especially and being a good blowjob and good pussy will keep you coming home. It, to a certain extent. <laughs> to a certain, yeah. It, if it you raggedy as fuck, then you just raggedy as fuck. And if you don't want to be, if you don't want to be that person, you're not going to be that person. Mm-hmm. It ain't nothing you can do about it. My second husband, we was married for 10 years. I can't forget he was married more than once. Yeah, right? Me too sometimes. Girls, I look at my kids and I be like, damn, that's right. (laughs) I be having to remember. Because it was just like a big chunk of my life. Like, basically, I've been married since I left out of high school. Mm -hmm. I've had kids. I've been married. I've had responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Like, see, that's what it was for me. Like, I got married at 21. And thinking back on it, like, I always thought that that was just the thing to do. And exactly. now I'm like, why did I do that? But you know what? My daddy even asked me while he was walking me down the aisle, you baby, you sure you want to stop? <laughs> I said, yeah, daddy, you done paid all this money. I don't give a damn about the money, baby. You want Do you want to go? Because the, yeah. the back door is on the way, too. See? See, I should have listened. Mm-hmm. My daddy don't be wrong. I should have listened. But then I went and had the kids, so then it's like. Well, we already had one. That's why we went oh, ahead okay. and got married. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. one of them. Like, I think we really cared about each other because we still care about each mm-hmm. other. So you got to know that the love was yeah. already there. But then I always knew I wanted to have two kids by the same person. Mm-hmm. And y'all going to call me retarded because I was like, if they going to have a raggedy daddy, they're going to have the same raggedy daddy. <laughs> but if they going to have a good daddy, they're going to both have a good daddy because one ain't going to be sitting at home telling, well, my daddy don't ever come get oh, me. Oh, yeah. No. That's very true. No, that's a, that's mm-hmm. a true thought process. Yeah. So I was like, I want two kids. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have the same daddy. Now, at the beginning, he was a little raggedy. I was too. And then we kind of grew together. And now we all well. <laughs> so let me tell you this. So would you get married again? Um, that's a no for me. Ain't nothing wrong with that though, because Spider I, don't want to get married. No, you don't want to get married. Mm-hmm. You ain't I, thinking about it, and I don't know if that's something for me. This is the thing I think about at this age. I feel like a polygamous relationship would yes. probably suit me better. That's, that's what I feel like. Too. Wait, let's, let, yeah, that's multiple people. Mm-hmm. See, this is the thing. I, I watched. The, I watched. The, uh, this is really I, what I feel palm, like. Palm swings is what I watched. <laughs> palm swings. Was that on Pornhub? No, but, <laughs> right? It's not, it sounded, it's not, it sounded like, like it. one, but this was Palm, Palm Swings. I think it was like on Showtime. So I, you know, one Skin of those softcore movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I watched it for. I did. I, I truly watched it for content because I watched so much hardcore porn that that don't work no more. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Sometimes you just need that soft. Sometimes you need that soft sensual. Mm-hmm. So Something they, emotional. Exactly. There you go. So they did that. So they. I watched the movie, and the movie was basically about a, a couple who had moved to like Palm Springs, mm-hmm. and the wife wasn't working. Saw another couple messing around, threesome, whatever. They was doing polygamy. Mm-hmm. And they got into this whole swingers life. Well, the husband was cool with it. Until? 
But thing about it was he was cool with it when they had the reunions to do all of this shit like orgies. But she got attached to one guy and mm-hmm. started fucking him outside of that. Mm-hmm. That's the That's danger the of that, it. Yeah. It's like and, and not to be funny, me and her have had talks about yeah. open relationships. It is together. something that I do want to explore. I had yeah. that conversation with my ex-husband yeah. as well because that's something that I really want to explore. But it comes with a lot of trust. It does. And that's the only thing that scares me is the outside. Because I told her, I was like, I like, don't know if you can give me that kind of range because if the pussy's good, I'm going to be one in the throat. I'm going to be, yeah. yeah. But I think my thing wanna, is, I'm as long as I'm aware a, of it. That part, like, if, so there's a, a saying that I love. It's like, you only have to love us equally. You don't have to love us the same. Mm-hmm. So what works for you doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And how you fuck her, I don't need you to fuck exactly. me like that. And just because you bought her a pony, bitch, I want a unicorn. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like, we are two different <laughs> right. types of people. You know, she might want that five-bedroom house mm-hmm. in Roanoke with the gate and the dogs. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Me, can you just give me a condo building? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so it's all about just finding a whole level because there are so many people running around here that are married and cheating and mm-hmm. going through divorces. And people always want to claim wifey and, oh, that's my husband. Yeah. But then, you know, you're talking to this person. And unhappy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then people get upset because they feel like they're supposed to be everything for one person. Mm-hmm. That's different. And it's so hard. You cannot. It's that. impossible. So, so let's, let's I think that's the bit. biggest thing that I've accepted. Yeah now that I've gotten older like but if you can't. can't be everything for one person then what makes you think that one person can be everything mm-hmm. for you and if you can get past yeah. that then what is the problem mm-hmm. with you having multiple people within your life just because I like to converse with this person mm-hmm. or we can have a nice sexual conversation does not necessarily mean that I want to fuck this person mm-hmm. so you but okay so let's I got a question for both of you so with you Arteezy if you were to have a polygam- polygamy polygamous relationship mm-hmm. a polyamorous relationship would now you be fucking it. another guy outside of your guy or are you just allowing him to do it? Because the reason would. I'm asking is because I know you. Yeah. So it's just, I know you ain't really about multiple dicks. No. I am. At simultaneous <laughs> I'm not. I'm first. not about that. <laughs> I'm not about that. I think for me, it would just be more so allowing that other person to have free range. And if that's, something that ha- if that's something that happens along the line, I want that same free range. So that's why I'm open to it. And I think that's where it's hard for most men. Can I answer now? Can yeah. I answer? Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, as I was saying, yes, no, I am about multiple. I don't know necessarily if I'm about multiple dicks because it's hard to find like that one mm-hmm. good dick. I just recently found that one good one too, y'all. I was so excited. <laughs> and I was like, I know because the last time you was disappointed. I was. I was like, dudes oh, yeah, is out here yeah, fucking females like they penitentiary niggas. Like <laughs> my name was Jerome. Get the hell off me and get out. And he got blocked and locked the hell out too. I don't just I just couldn't. So what consists what so what is good sex? This is the question that I would hope this posed on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. But what is good sex? Because I talk about oftentimes there's so many people who like to fuck, who are liking to have sex, but they're not having good sex because they're not voicing it. Well, now it all depends on what you need at the moment. Sometimes I need to be fucked. Sometimes I want to make love. Sometimes I just need a good romp. Sometimes I want to make out. Sometimes I need you to do all of the above and mix it up a little bit. Sometimes I need you to caress me. Sometimes I want you to smack my ass and choke me. I don't know. I just need you to feel my vibe and let me feel yours, and I need them to mesh very well so that way when we mesh, I can... But you know what's so dangerous about it is, and I, I almost feel like it's crazy because when you've been with multiple partners and you've experienced multiple things, and say, for instance, you find that one person and you're like, I, okay, I could do this, but you guys may be different sexually. It's just like, it, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's kind of like what people be like, you masturbate, mm-hmm. and when you masturbate, you get so used to masturbating 
you lose that sense of self with another person. Right. Mm-hmm. And people say that's dangerous. It goes, and I'm, I'm trying to tie like it to that. it's just like being single. Yeah. Like, if you've been single for so long, like, yeah. literally, I have been separated from my ex-husband for five years. I left 2013, my 30th birthday. I moved to Vegas, started culinary school, was like, I'm switching my life up. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of the same dumb shit, so I got to do something different. So I did. And... I moved halfway across the damn country. You did. (laughs) But I accomplished what I set out to do. Mm -hmm. Then I I would talk to people here and there, you know what I'm saying? But I haven't been in like a real Mm full-fledged relationship in five years. And it's because I have come to love myself, Mm -hmm. like myself, and get pissed off with myself, and I'm okay with that. Enjoy my time. I don't have to answer to nobody. That's it. it's, It's coming up on a year for us. And I can October. I, yeah, coming yeah. up on a year. And I can day. enjoy all my dent, dimples, cellulites, you know and stretch marks by my damn self. We actually talk about so much still. Today we were talking, and I was like, what did I say? I was like, you know, I need to get some people to clean my apartment. Yeah. And I, she was like, well, her, I'll give you the lady, you my know, Maria. Lady, yeah. And I was like, nah, all these girls who want a place, why don't I just get oh, them yeah, to come on separate like, days and clean up? And what did I tell you? I, I was, just, let me, I was like, let me get my shit out of there before you had them come over <laughs> and run, run you. Because oh, yeah. I mean, this is the thing. I'm a good guy. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm. Yes, I'm all those things that Latrice said before. Oh yeah, but you feel a good dude. That's yeah, bro. Yeah. And that's like, what look, I can talk about them, y'all. Y'all can't talk about them. I just need y'all right. to know that. You okay. Right. I told y'all. I fight old people too. Okay. <laughs> and babies. But that's and babies. what makes him such a hot commodity is because people can't. Oh, thank you. Not for real. Hey, you know, it may be some women. It may be some women that don't like that. No, they. But you know what? I told you this the other day. Yeah. It's crazy how all the women they say, "Oh, I wouldn't be able to do that." Mm-hmm. Is the main ones that be in your DMs I'm sure. and sending mm-hmm. you text messages on They're the low. lying to themselves. Yes, but see what they fail to realize is that when you and Artesia were together, they y'all think I got were, big dick energy. My dick ain't that big. <laughs> no, but your cockiness is. So you know, I guess it makes up for it. <laughs> but. The energy that y'all have together, like y'all were meant to manifest in something more than just, you know, being boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. Y'all were meant to make, you know what I'm saying, empires and build, you know, build pyramids and, you know what I'm saying, really have a kingdom, queendom of whatever sorts. Mm -hmm. That is y'all's energy together. So regardless if y'all have a romantic relationship or if you just have a business relationship or however y'all got it now, just being friends, I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I wish they know would get back together, works. too. I yeah. know y'all been on the Artesia and Roberts. I, I, we waiting. It's like she a so good funny. soap opera. But you know what's so funny, though? It's so crazy because I know when I hear people ask about me and her and our relationship and our friendship and how we coexist, like I told her the other day, I was like, people always hit me up like girls who try to holler or girls who may like me or feel some kind of way. You know, they feel some kind of way about what we share. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like I'm not looking to date. I'm not looking to be in a relationship. But that's already red flag number one. Like, why are you going to feel some type of way towards someone who has helped you build so much? And that's the thing. And I think I've told several people, I was like, if you listen to further episodes, you'll see why this rapport is this. And and I don't have any problem saying, and I tell her all the time, the shit would have failed a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And Jason said it on the last episode. He said, black women are the backbone of every black man and we wouldn't have shit if it wasn't for them Mm -hmm. he was like we don't pay attention to detail Mm -hmm. he was like if we set up an event and he you know he talked we talked about you he's like we didn't set up you know if we wanted an event we know how we want it to be Mm -hmm. it takes a woman to do the details and i said that's why artesia does everything she did it for the martin trivia live 
because I know I for one I don't have the patience. It's a lot of times she be working at work and I hit her up and say, "Can you call this person? I know you at work. I just don't have the time or the energy, and I know my voice is gonna come off as aggressive to this person. Mm-hmm. I need you to talk to him. Mm-hmm. It's parts of business that she can handle, and it's easy as opposed to me. It's times that she done sent out emails to people and been like, "Hey." I need a response. They don't respond. And it's like me coming in and talking to a kid and saying, hey, get With this shit done. With that very white voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, they hey. get, and they get the shit done or they call her, you know what I'm saying? And they say, hey, I'm sending this over. It's, mm-hmm. it, we work together mm-hmm. in that. So. But that's it. And I mean, it's just like, so we grew up together. And I wish you did have a new chick, you know what I'm saying? Like if I come into town and I'm like, hey, bro, I'm here. You be like, oh, well, my girl is... I'll be ready to slap see, that hoe. So, and that's I how I feel like, you know what I'm saying, exactly. they supposed to be towards Artesia. Like, yeah. anywhere she go, hell yeah. And sorry, you have to play number two when it comes to it's whatever is going on with Robert Media Group because Artesia is the queen of that platform. So play your queendom at home and sit down and shut up and mind your business and be cute and be happy that you get to walk a red carpet. The same thing you were talking about, one person not being able to do everything. Exactly. Exactly. Like, together, y'all built something really good. Maybe you couldn't, individually, Mm -hmm. might have not been able to do that. Whether you're together or not, you got something going. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. See, Spider, thank you for whitening that up for me because I was, you know, I get hood. My bad. So So do you have a white parent? No, I have a Mexican mother. My okay. sister got a white daddy. Okay. Because mm. I know a lot of people probably come to you and be like, you white? And I'd be I, like, and no. I, I remember it being, I, you know what's so funny talking to Larry when I be, went back home, shout out to my homeboy Larry. The, my like, bro. Yeah, and Larry does all the beats <laughs> for the show. But, I'm still waiting on my mixtape. Yeah. So with Larry, I was talking to him and it was like out of all the years of growing up and knowing him, I never met his mother and I didn't never know what, whether his parent was, you know, the mama was white or black mm-hmm. or the dad was white or black. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him. His was daddy like, was a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> So it's just crazy. Yeah, me and Larry, it was so great catching up. I think going home, I tell her all the time, it puts shit in perspective for me. It's a feel good, but at the same time, you're like, I can't wait to leave this bitch. Got to get the fuck up out of here. But But, it got, hmm. without Texarkana, I really could say I wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. Because the shit in the city, like, even though, you know, we may have been hood and sold drugs and was in gangs and fought and shit, we still had a moral or a morality level that city people just don't, don't really they have. Because I moved here from Cali. Remember, I yeah. started Pine Street, and y'all had just integrated. Oh, ghetto-ass kids. Yeah. And I just came <laughs> from, you know what I'm saying, from the East Bay, and I spoke. Why you speak so white? Yeah. I'm like, how the hell do you I'm speak white? Talk, like, yeah. nigga, I speak proper English. Mm-hmm. It's like, but... <laughs> Oh my God! Like where is she from? And, yeah. da, da, and then there ain't but three mixed kids in the whole damn school. It's me, Larry, and that's what he said, Monica yeah. Coates, and Monica. Yep. that was it. And then Jackie showed up, and yep. then we that's was, what exactly what he mm-hmm. said too. And so then it was four. Yep. And you know what I'm saying, but so I don't when know. I got to high school, I never seen so many light skinned people in my life. He was like, it was only four of us. That was it, <laughs> and it was like you know, and everybody and already had the yeah. But everybody already had the preconceived notion that yep. light-skinned chicks were bougie. Because, yeah. no offense to Monica, but Monica was bougie. She definitely was. She, You know what I'm saying? And then here I come. That was my and first girlfriend. I thought the name sounded for Yes, <laughs> Lord Jesus. But, you know what I'm saying? And then here I come. And my family is from West Oakland, yeah. Cali. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, hey, what's up? Yeah. I got six brothers. I got six sisters. I'm the baby of 13. My daddy is the oldest boy of eight. Like, 
we just got a big ass family and I'm used to being around all different types of people but I always do better with the dudes than I do with the females because the females they 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 just hateful I don't understand why we so hateful towards each other but that's the thing too and we got well yeah we got seven more minutes Mm -hmm. yeah we'll do seven we'll do 750 so we can be out and get all this chicken and shit up out this motherfucker Mm -hmm. is it a white podcast after us Mike no I mean uh, a spider no it's a black one Mm -hmm. oh they'll be all right right. the chicken they might want some chicken <laughs> like y'all couldn't bring me none. What was I saying? <laughs> we don't even remember. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I remember it was four mixed kids, and I had just came into Texarkana, and everybody was looking at me crazy because it wasn't but forty thousand people in the city when I moved there, and everybody was related to everybody. But everybody into it with everybody, and I don't understand how you into it with your cousin and y'all stay two houses down, and y'all <laughs> trying to shoot up the same block over the same female that half the family had already ran through. So let me say this before we get up out of here. Let's, I'm gonna do some tributes. I want to say, Latrice, I really do appreciate you. First of all, you are an extension of me because I know when you first reached out to her, she was like, she hit me up and she was like, I love Latrice. She's like, I love her energy, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, her personality, awesome. so on and so forth. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, a lot of people, it's hard to keep people around after years and years mm-hmm. and years, but it's like some of those people, they just stick. Like mm-hmm. me and her didn't talk for years after high school, not because we yeah. didn't. She mm-hmm. like she said, she moved away. I went to Atlanta. I came back. Like mm-hmm. you just took different paths, but to come back and anytime we're together, it always feels just like normal shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like back home. And for me, like I always say, it's great to be around somebody who they know who you are. Mm-hmm. When they listen to the podcast, they could they could easily say this nigga lying. Mm-hmm. But to yeah. be able to, you know, because she knows people have been like this nigga lying. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But to sit up with people. Who know you and be like, mm-hmm. I do know that happened. Mm-hmm. Because I was you told didn't when he was it. dope selling and yeah. we was all making money. All make, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where it's like people know who the fuck you are. And and I'm not proud of the things that I did, mm-hmm. but I am proud of who I am. And because of what I because did. Because of what I did. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And people ask me all the time, they be like, you sit up and say all of this shit. You and gotta, I don't regret a motherfucking thing. Not a motherfucking thing. God damn it. I mm-hmm. didn't go to jail. I, I went sure to jail didn't. before, but I didn't go to jail for what I should have went to jail for. I ain't never been. I was they wrongly accused. Me. Yeah, I was wrongly accused. Mm-mm. The you officer know? let me go. I winked at him and left. He was but, like, all right. So I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to tell you this quick story. I had been having some trouble at a job. Mm. And I was telling Artesi, I was like, one of the things, and I, I love being able to say this in front of Spider. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because Spider, this is what I want to tell people too. If you racist, get that shit out your heart. It's some good white folks out here, some good black people. Like, all oh, this race bullshit. It's some raggedy-ass black people, It, it is, too. too. Mm-hmm. It's the government <laughs> pitting us against each other. Yep. So I was talking to my job, and, you know, one of the managers had said something that I felt like, you know, he was basically saying, like, he felt threatened or I was threatening him about something. I was like, and I stopped him and I said, don't use that word because me being black and you tying threatening to that, that's not good for me. That's not a good narrative. You going to jail. I'm talking just like this, bro. And I was like going forward, you know, because I was supposed to have a meeting the next day with him and his man. You know, he's my manager and his manager. Mm-hmm. And I said um, tomorrow, I just let him know. I said tomorrow the call may be recorded just because I don't want you using this language when that's I need them to hear my voice mm-hmm. to know that whatever you say may feel threatening is not threatening. Mm-hmm. So the next day we had the call and his manager was like, I didn't like, you know, the fact that you said that you were going to record the call. And he's like, is the call being recorded now? You know. People see me and they listen to me on the podcast and they probably think, you know, he talked about drug dealing. And sometimes people look at me even in corporate and they see dreads and tattoos and they just they may tie some kind of negative connotation to me. So he was like, is this call being recorded? I said, no, you're in the, I'm in Texas. You're in the state of Florida. I was like, first of all, it's illegal to record a call without 
you know, consent. announcing it yeah. and getting the consent. This call, this call may be recorded. Yeah, for you know, exactly. Purposes. I was like, first of all, if I did do that and it was, I had a lawsuit and we took it to court, it would be inadmissible because you guys didn't agree to this shit. And I also know in the state of Florida that I have to voice that and get consent before the call even starts. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so crazy sometimes when you are very well spoken and educated in the times that you need to be and you're black versus a white person, they be off they game. It's mm-hmm. like knocking a nigga off they pivot. And they start yeah. rambling because they, they don't know what like I could have been in the same situation and would have gone totally fucking different. Totally different. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate. And and the thing about it is as we were talking, because I think both of these guys are great guys, but I advise them, I say, we need diversity training. Mm-hmm. These are the reasons why people talk about having diversity training, because I'm trying to tell you something and you're they taking it as a, by the word diversity. Diversity. <laughs> And I was like, it ain't about you being racist. It's just saying we need some diversity for you to understand that when I say something to you, I'm not angry. It goes back mm-hmm. to if you're in a restaurant and it's a, a, a black group and they ha ha laughing loud. Mm-hmm. Some people may be scared for that. Me and Ortiz have been out many a times where we've seen black people do that shit and they escort them out. And white folks will fall off the bench and mm-hmm. drunk and fight and they don't mm-hmm. kick them out. They may kick the party who's bleeding out because of the perception of it, but they'll at least let one party stay. Mm-hmm. If you black, they getting the whole, both parties getting the fuck up out of there. Yeah. Well, you remember the, the poem that I wrote or like the the outcast of the outcast? Yeah. Remember, so I was like, you know, you think it's difficult try being, you know, a light-skinned person of color mm-hmm. because then you're not light enough for the white people you're not dark, dark enough, enough for, for the, the dark people, people yeah. you know and then you're female and so heaven forbid mm-hmm. you actually have some education about you and you're not just and then to look like I'm not to my own horn but too too bitch I'm cute <laughs> my body is shaped right you know what I'm saying I'm a hustler I'm about my dollars so heaven forbid you have like all of this in Damn. one package yeah. and so I might be a little hood but I'm also very well educated and I actually have a couple <laughs> degrees under my belt. Thank you. And right. I work for the cities as well. You know what I'm saying? I've been project manager. I've been a teacher. I might have taught your child. Better ask somebody. So before we get ready to get up out here, I want you to tell people where they can find you at on social media. So if you are looking for me on Facebook, don't. If you would like to find me on Instagram, you can find me under Texas Beauty. Is it 702? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, yeah, TX Beauty 702. And if you, like, get deep in your feelings and you don't like provocative things, Stay the hell off my page because I swear if you guys come in and start, you know what I'm saying, telling me that I can't post certain shit, I'm just, I'm going to come find you. I have my ways. I will come find you. I'm not even just going to block you, but I will block hoes because I went to Block University (laughs) and I'm a blockologist, so I will block you hoes. All right, so, I mean, we're going to get ready to wrap this episode. (laughs) Spider-Man. As always, bro, you know, I appreciate you being in the booth. I was telling yeah, Artiza. It's I was good like, to see you guys. Man, mm-hmm. it's been it's a minute. Been a long it has time. been. And I thank Artiza for coming out. But be sure to keep up with all things The Reality Is by going to www.therealityis.com. That's T-H-A, The Reality Is. Also, follow us at The Reality Is on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can listen to previous podcasts on all streaming platforms if you would like to be a guest on the podcast be sure to email us at info at the reality is last but not least be sure to leave us a rating or review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast on we don't care if it's a good review we don't care if it's a bad review as i always say we just want to hear from you i know for me it's been great thanks for coming out sasha thank you thanks teasy mm-hmm. spidey it was good catching up with yeah. you 
appreciate Jason and uh, Naj on the last episode, episode 205. This is episode 206. And uh, I don't want to tell the... Congratulations, yes. y'all, by yeah, the way. Hell thank yeah. You. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I'm a, always remember to inhale courage to exhale success. Only reason I studied is because I heard an exit uh, mm-hmm. podcast outside the door. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me get the fuck up out of here. Let's get this right. chicken off the motherfucking table. Black people on time. <laughs> Let's get this. That's very rare. It must have smelled the fucking chicken. I was early. <laughs> <laughs> Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.